What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just go to Mojo50.com for on-demand podcasts. Hello there, and welcome to The Rich Solution on Mojo Five O Radio. I'm Gwen Rich, your host, your health advocate, and founder of The Rich Solution. So right here on Mojo Five O Radio, I talk about empowered health. And that's what, what each one of you can do starting today to not only look, but feel, and live a healthier, happier, disease-free lifestyle. So today's topic, it's own your future. What does that mean to you? Own your future. So before we talk on this subject, and I have my guest come on for today, I want to put the disclaimer out there, which I do on every show, and that's about the information on this show is presented for educational purposes only. So it's not intended as a substitute for a diagnosis, the treatment, or advice from a qualified licensed medical professional. The facts presented are information only, not medical advice, and in a way should anyone infer that we are practicing medicine. So always seek medical advice, a a medical professional for proper application of this material to any specific situation. All right, again, today's topic, own your future. All right, good morning. I see a few uh, regulars there. Good morning, Patrick and Sarah. Great to have you joining us today. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. And just a little friendly reminder that No Oodle is the sponsor of the Rich Solutions Studio. Go to nooodle.com. That's N-O-O-O-D-L-E.com. Use hashtag Spoonie, S-P-O-O-N-Y, to get that 10% off. Okay. So not sure if we got some new people on here today. I hope so anyway. I met some people recently in my travels, and they said they were going to be joining us. So uh, welcome, Kathy and Debbie. Uh, Hope you're you're with us today, if not uh, in future shows. So we need your support, right? We're being censored on platforms that should be free speech. We're talking about Twitter, Google, Facebook. They're trying to silence your voice. So we want to restore liberty, responsibility, and self-reliance in this country and put it back in the hands of the individual. So please support us by helping restore America. Help by supporting our growth to make your voice heard. And how can you do that? You can go to mojo50.com forward slash donate. You can go to mojo50.com forward slash shop. 
and shop. We have a few items. We have Doc's pillow with his rules, his cutting board with his rules. We've got hats, t-shirts, visor, um, whatever you might need, mugs uh, to help support mojo50.com. So go check it out, mojo50.com forward slash donate. All right, so let me also tell you what's coming today and in the near future. Today, if you saw the beginning, I'm going to have author, co-author Omar Garriott on. His book is called Linked, and it's about conquering LinkedIn, getting you the job, and of course, own your future. So he's going to be on a little later today. In the future episodes, what you can expect to see, I'm going to have author E.C. Haynes on. He's going to talk about the dark side of immigration. I think most people are probably concerned with immigration, and he's going to be talking about that. Also, we have the bus to Bula, and this is, that is his book, E.C. Haynes, and it is really about exploring the dark and complicated world of immigration immigration law to human trafficking and drug importation. And then of course, this is near and dear to me, uh, very important for women, but guys, you know, if you have a significant female in your life, it's important they listen to this episode coming up with Dr. Ruth Heydrich. She is gonna talk about BII. Maybe most of you are wondering what is BII? It's breast implant illness. And her topic is killer breasts. And the whole thing is there's a world out there people don't realize how impactful breast implants can be and significant where they are having breast implant illness, which is very severe. Uh, it's, it's horrible. And so she's going to actually talk to about us about her experience. And hopefully that will shed light to so many people who maybe are on the cusp of whether they should get implants or not. So that's Dr. Ruth Heydrich coming up. I'll definitely give you information more on those dates coming up. She's a motivational speaker. She's a breast cancer survivor. We have a lot in common. She was diagnosed around the same time, or I should say age as I was, same uh, stage, but she actually um, put it in remission, recovered um, and without traditional treatment. This was a few years ago. So that should be an unbelievable um, episode. So really looking forward to that. That's Dr. Ruth Heydrich, and she's going to be on soon. Okay, so let's talk about today at hand. We're talking about own your future. What does that mean? Well, here we're talking about your health. We're here talking about being an advocate. We are the architect of our own life, right? If you've listened to this show enough, you know that pretty much your lifestyle choices dictate so much about your future and about your future health. And we're going to be talking about different things that you can do today. We're still kind of going off the coattails of the last episode, which was about um, fruit, kind of educating everybody about fruit because there's this confusion about fruit. Should I have fruit? How much fruit? How much is good? Should I have it because it's got sugar or fructose in it? So we really did take care of that fruit phobia on the last episode. And so now we're really just kind of going off the coattails of that. We're going to be talking about things that you should never eat. These are considered health foods, again, so that you can own your future. Very important. We're talking about tweaking little things. If you're new to this show, uh, it really is about the small actions that you can do starting today that's going to, over a long period of time, give you incredible positive results. 
And I know in our day today where our world is turned upside down, we're so busy just trying to get through the day with work, with kids, trying to keep healthy, making better choices. It can be very confusing. It can be very overwhelming. Where do you start? So my suggestion is just by listening to today's show, you can take one of the things that I'm gonna talk about and start with that. And then once you have success, you can move on to something else. And then after a long time, you're gonna find out that you are making better choices. Your health is reaping the benefits. And really no reason not to continue. All right, so I think most people that I meet, they think that they're pretty healthy for the most part. But really when I probe a little deeper into their diets, I can quickly find out they're eating a lot of health foods that you should never eat. And of course I can't blame them. With all the confusion surrounding labeling and advertising, there are certain buzzwords like sugar-free, all natural, even organic can be really confusing. I think some of you may even remember when I talked about organic, being on vacation, my husband was eating gummy bears and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I have gummy bears. He loves stuff like that. He's like, they're organic. So he literally thought because it said organic that it was gonna be better for him, right? And how many other people are snookered like that? Whether it's chips, uh, some other food that they call natural with these buzzwords. So we're gonna actually talk about some health foods that really aren't healthy at all. I wanna provide a list. I don't know how many we're gonna get to because we do have our guest, Omar Garriott, who's gonna talk about linked in and his book linked and why is that important today own your future well everybody's got to work you've got to be able to provide right you want to be able to have your purpose your passion in life so how do you land that job in today's world using social platforms and he's going to introduce us today so that's going to give you a well-rounded episode on things that you can do for your diet and things you can do for your profession so that you can have that job that you love, give you the freedom to do the things you want to and really be that all-American dream that everybody is looking for. So I wanna make things easier for you today. I'm gonna pick and choose some of the things that aren't really health foods. Some of these health things that are considered health foods, they're actually secret bombs, sugar bombs. They're foods that can set your body into that inflammation overdrive. They can throw your hormones into an unhealthy state and they certainly can be tainted with serious gross compounds. So the top one on the list is fruit juice and we, we did this in the last episode and again, that's why I decided to go off the coattails of that episode because fruit juice is one of those things that people really are confused about. They don't know about it. So if you missed that one, just go back. It was last episode. You can go to iHeart and uh, listen to it. You can go to Spreaker.com and go to The Rich Solution, or you can just go to TheRichSolution.com, and you've got the episodes there, and you can go check it out. So one thing that is a mystery for a lot of people is soy protein. Soy protein. So in the live streaming there, I've got some regulars there. Let me know if soy is one of those things that you intentionally or not intentionally eat. And do you think it's healthy? 
because again, there's so many buzzwords about soy protein. And really contrary to popular belief, soy products are not, are not healthy for you. And that is unfermented soy. Fermented soy is one thing, and this is where you as a consumer has to do your homework. Eating edanami, soy milk, and soy protein is something quite another. Because most of the soy grown in the United States is genetically modified. It is not like in the Western cultures. And it's modified to withstand the applications of things like glyphosate for production, which is the active ingredient in the weed killer Roundup. So there was a recent study in Norwegian. They found the extreme levels of glyphosate in the United States, soy, in the soy, meaning we're eating weed killer when we eat non-organic soy. So that is a problem, given that glyphosate is linked to many health problems, including human cell death. It's generally accepted that the long-term use of soy dietary supplements like soy protein is unsafe because it's been linked to things like arthritis, or excuse me, um, asthma, breast cancer, cystic fibrosis, endometrial cancer, hay fever. You've got an underactive thyroid, kidney disease, urinary bladder cancer. Those are just a few. So these are all reasons. They're great reasons why soy is definitely not, it is a health food you should never eat. Unless of course, you know, it's fermented and not genetically modified. So Some of you may think you're not even eating soy, but a lot of times it's in the products that we eat because it's very cheap. Manufacturers have, you know, said, I'm going to use soy. For instance, a lot of these um, new meat, vegan-like, I should, meat products have soy protein in, like the Impossible Burger. So you're getting genetically modified protein. So you would be better off not eating that at all. So a better option, say, let's say you love soy, you can choose something like it's called coconut aminos instead. They literally have that in most grocery stores. I just saw it the other day. So if you use, if you choose to use soy occasionally, make sure it's the fermented soy, non, non-genetically modified. So what would that include? You've heard some things called miso soup. You've heard of tempeh and nato. N-A-T-T-O, those are all alternatives to soy. So think about that. And again, look at those labels. A lot of you may not even realize, you may even have soy, uh, soybean oil. Of course, that's extracted from the soy. And that is not healthy for you as well. It's one of those oils that you should forego. Okay, so what's another thing that really people think are healthy and they're not quite so healthy when it comes to health foods? And this has definitely been a common um, subject lately with family members and friends. So many people will say, hey, it's sugar-free. Oh, it doesn't have any sugar in it. And I'll I'll ask them, well, what about sugar alcohols? They're usually found in sugar-free gum, sugar-free baked goods, sugar-free it's a sugar-free replacement. So really your, your antenna should go up when you see, you know, no sugar or sugar-free. So I've done a whole episode on sugar alcohols, artificial sweeteners, 
but right now we're talking about sugar alcohols, urethritol, isomalt, lactitol, maltitol, mannitol, zorbitol. These are all marketed as natural, but these sweeteners go under this intense processing and they're derived usually from GMO ingredients like corn. So these, some of these um, products are also linked to allergic reactions, headaches, um, rashes, gas, bloating, SIBO symptoms. So what could be an option in this? You really do have to look at the labels. Oh, okay, I'm looking at um, live streaming right now. That's awesome. Yes, Debbie. Debbie's on live streaming. Debbie's a regular. Debbie, from what I can tell from Facebook, does a really good job of cooking for her family and cooking healthy. Um, so she goes back and is talking about using the coconut amino acids in her soy sauce. Yeah, that's a great thing to do. That's awesome. Chalk one up for Debbie. Good job. Keep up the good work. Okay, so maybe some of you are thinking, well, great. I just looked at my drink and it says, you know, sugar-free. And then when I look in the ingredients, it has one of those sugar al alcohols, usually xylitol or um, urethritol. Those are the most common ones. So what do you do? You really got to make sure it only has a little bit, like maybe two grams of sugar, because again, the more that's in there, the more intense it is. And you could have a reaction. You could, it could cause a gas and bloating, rashes. So a, a better option, make sure you get that green stevia sweetener. That is also organic. Monk fruit, they really do have that in a lot of the grocery stores. You'll see it in the baking aisle. That's really a natural sugar. Raw honey, raw honey. It has to be raw. And of course, in moderation for sweetening. When you have raw honey, it tastes totally different than the processed. Of course, it's going to be more expensive, but you don't need as much either. So check those um, options out. Be a lot better. All right, let me do this. Let me talk about our sponsors before I forget. Of course, in the live stream, uh, anyone can put in there what you're doing. I would love to hear uh, if you have any questions, um, we, want, we want to give you kudos when certainly you're making the effort to make better choices. Um, and if you've got questions, we want to answer those as best as we can. Um, uh, here's Okay, I'm going to switch it around. I'm going to talk about the Rich Solution. Go to therichsolution.com. Um, what are we doing? We're really still trying to help people. We want to help you with your stress. We want to help you with inflammation. And we can easily do that if you go look um, at the Rich Solution. I believe in supplementation. Okay, everybody has a nutritional deficiency. So we have kits there. We've got the core kit, which we believe is our starter set. We've got a Doc Thompson lifestyle uh, kit. We've got one for digestion, one for um, uh, cognition, one for joint health, whatever your um, little you know symptom or niche is, we've got that. You do not need a coupon code, but if you purchase one of our kits, you can see they're drastically reduced in price. There's no shipping. And of course, we are going to um, send you two complimentary supplements. So we've got the Rich Adapt if you're watching live stream. That's what that is. It's an adaptogen, all natural. This really helps with stress. And then resveratrol. This resveratrol is for inflammation. And I want to go back to the adaptogen because I just got a message for someone who tried to purchase uh, these adaptogens. And because she said she went back to using it and she, the energy she got was amazing. And we've heard that before. This is a 
our formula. Uh, part of it is from what the astronauts used, and it does help relieve stress. It does give you energy. Um, so the reason why I wanted to bring that up is if you have a problem with ordering at all, do not hesitate to DM me. Uh, you can email me at contact at the rich uh, because of course we don't want you to have any problems. But I say this, that if you are having any issues with ordering, can you please let me know? Um, I've got orders in, so it doesn't seem like the majority of people have any issues. Um, but again, with this rich adapt, uh, someone was having trouble. So if anybody else had trouble, please let me know. We want to get that taken care of uh, because we really can't figure it out on the back end. So go to theritsolution.com. Again, pick any one of our kits and you're going to get two complimentary supplements, two months supply, $120 complimentary to you. Good deal. So check it out, therichsolution.com. Okay, so I'm Gwen Rich. I'm your health advocate. I'm here to have a larger voice to get the word out that there's just little things that each one of us could do every day to help ourselves with your health. Because I know we live in such a crazy time. Everything's so overwhelming. So too much information, misinformation, the tricks that all the manufacturers do. And honestly can affect everybody's health. So we want to debunk those things that you're hearing and help you with these products that they call health foods that really aren't so healthy for you. So we just talked about sugar alcohol. I want to move on to factory farmed fish because I always get this as a question too. What about farm fresh fish versus, you know, like Atlanta salmon, something like that. So if you, on the menu or the waiter tells you it's farmed fish, like even tilapia, salmon, these are health foods that you should never eat. And why? These are farmed fish. We're going to see more of this because we're trying to obviously feed our population and do it in a way that's more controlled. Again, you know, having a good supply but less expensive. Farm fresh. So something like eating farm fresh tilapia is worse than eat, eating bacon in some ways. You want to avoid the farm salmon too. It's almost it's often called Atlantic salmon or just salmon because they're inflammation boosting. And when you watch and listen to this show enough, we know the elephant in the room is inflammation. We got to get the inflammation down. Farmed salmon. So the study is out there, what they're showing. So why do we eat fish in the first place? We know it's healthful for us, right? It tends to have much more omega-3 levels, right? We can get those omega-3 fatty acids. Well, a study found that the omega-3 levels in the farmed salmon are dropping. They're half of what they were five years ago. So you think you're doing something that's healthful, right? Then honestly, you're not getting the omega-3s. And why are we having a problem with this nutrient loss in the salmon? Because it contains, the ground that they eat contains less anchovy content. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Again, it's one of those things put in the back of your mind for a trivia question. Research from the University of New York at Albany found the dioxin levels in farmed raised salmon to be 11 times higher than those in wild salmon. And these environmental pollutants, that's what that dioxin is, D-I-O-X-I-N, they're linked to cancer, 
organ damage, and immune system dysfunction. Also, another study found that mice that ate the farmed salmon actually showed weight gain and increased risk of metabolic syndrome and type 2 diabetes symptoms. And what are we seeing? We're definitely seeing a rise in those two things for sure in our society. So what, what is the risk here? It is from these persistent organic pollutants. They call them POP, POPs. And they tend to be very high in farmed salmon. And if you've ever had the difference between uh, farm salmon and um, Atlantic salmon, organic salmon, right? Um, there's definitely a difference in how it tastes, how it looks. So it's something that you can actually see right away. So it's really important that you talk to your waiter, find out, is it wild? Wild fish is what you want. The food and water Report, uh, agriculture reported they had some really concerning statistics. Hundred, hundreds and thousands of farm fish that actually escape into the wild. So they consider these to be parasitic hitchhikers that even the harshest chemicals no longer kill. Isn't that interesting? Some even carry other diseases that can debilitate nearby wild fish populations. Farmed salmon have also been treated with banned pesticides. So then you've got some more serious toxicity concerned. It takes about two and a half to four pounds of other fish to create the salmon chow needed to produce one pound of farm raised salmon. So we have overfishing of sardines, anchovies, mackerel, herring, and other fish that upset our natural ecosystems. And in 2015, the FDA approved genetically engineered salmon and will not require any labeling. Go figure. This was approved despite the findings that the GMO salmon doesn't actually grow as fast as its creator claims. So what would be a better option? Because I know I go out with my girlfriends and they don't ask about having white. Salmon tends to be a real big one. So what do you ask? What what should you use instead? A better option is the Alaskan wild caught salmon. You want to look for uh, Pacific uh, sardines, Atlantic mackerel, those are some of the ones you should never eat. Right? Okay, so let's get into something. Our, our pastime for Americans is to snack. We have a society now where we love to just sit and veg with family, friends, and binge watch. And what do we do? You know, one show turns into two, which turns into four, and then six, and all day thing or all night thing. What do you do? You keep getting up, you go to the kitchen, and everybody's snacking on things. I guarantee you, you're not sack- snacking on. Oh, fruit and, you know, berries and things that are healthy for you, you're going into those processed foods. And one of them is microwave popcorn. This one I love because I just, I feel like, how does anyone even buy microwave popcorn anymore? Because we know it's, you know, they label it as a health food, but it is definitely filled with questionable ingredients. It's not worth the convenience. It's, the two minutes it takes to put into the microwave, you can use other forms 
to make your microwave popcorn and it takes just a little bit longer and still very, very healthy. So what is the main problem when it comes to microwave popcorn? Does anybody know? Well, you hear a lot about these non-stick cookware, right? And how that is not healthful for you. It has toxins in there and it leaches into the food that you make. The same thing happens with the microwavable popcorn bags. They're coated with a non-stick perfluorochemicals, like perfluorooctane sulfonate. It's called PFOs and PFOA. And these chemicals are linked to cancer. Hey, good morning. We're seeing we've got uh, Curtis here. Nice to have you back. It's okay. Better late than never. So we're talking about different um, foods that are considered maybe health foods, but they're really not so healthful for you. Uh, we're talking about microwave popcorn. So I love popcorn. Always have. I'm the kind that I could, you know, make a batch of popcorn, put butter on it, and just sit there and eat the whole thing. Um, I just love it. I think I got it my father. My father does the same thing. But I don't use microwave popcorn. I have to admit, when it first came out, yes, we bought it. But now I use a little device, you know, that pops it in a silicone container with olive oil, a little bit of salt. Oh, it takes two minutes. It's great. Another problem with the microwave popcorn, there's a, a, a compound in there called diacetyl. D-I-A-C-E-T-Y-L. And this is a fake butter. Again, anytime we get into these ingredients where they try to make it healthier, it's not actually butter, so you think, great, I'm not getting all those calories. Butter can, is actually very helpful for you in moderation. But they are finding that the butter flavoring compound actually causes serious lung disease when it's inhaled in large quantities. So this is, a lot of times you'll see with the, the microwave popcorn, they have the containers and it's like sprinkling different flavors onto your popcorn. Well, of course those things are not gonna be helpful for you. You'd be better off just using butter. So think about that the next time you make your popcorn. Forget about microwave popcorn, forget about that stuff that's on top of it. Next time you, you're thinking and, and making popcorn, pop your own get plain organic we go on amazon we get an amish popcorn that's organic has a whole bunch of different bags of popcorn you've got some that are small the kernels some that are larger you've got some that are actually different colors and of course those purple red uh, kernels are actually even more healthier for you use coconut oil you can use organic butter you can use ghee very very easy to do so think about that the next time you go buy or you go to make your microwave popcorn. And you know, you easily at home, you can put like uh, nutritional yeast on there. You can do garlic powder, cayenne pepper. In fact, what they used to do a long time ago, I'm sure some of you have done this exactly. Thank you, Curtis, is you make bacon, you save those drippings from the bacon. And then of course you use that instead of butter on the top of your popcorn. And that, everybody loves that. That actually is much healthier for you than using these butter substitutes. So go check that out. Um, let's see here. All right, let's get to our sponsor, which is No Oodle. No Oodle 
com and o o o d l e dot com. It's a great sponsor for what we do here on the Rich Solution. You know what can you do starting today? What can you swap out that's not necessarily quite so healthy? Let's just even talk about the popcorn, microwave popcorn. Let's swap that out for no oodle. No oodle is satisfying. It's wholesome. It's it's a really great product. Something that is ninety seven percent water, three percent plant. It's got six grams of fiber per serving. Great alternative to something else you might be eating that's not quite so healthful. So check it out, nooodle.com. Use hashtag Spoonie, all caps, to get your 10% off. We know the product is a little bit more expensive, but if you're starting to make these changes and you're getting rid of the processed foods, you're going to be saving a lot of money there. And knowing that something like nooodle can really, really work for you, it's helped a lot of people lose a lot of weight, help people go from type 2 diabetes and go in remission. So lots to think about if you've got some of these health conditions. Nooodle can be just a great fit for what you do every day. So go check it out, nooodle.com, hashtag Spoonie, all caps, to get that 10% off. So getting back to the factory farm meat, just looking at live streaming and some of my notes, um, we are what we eat, right? And if the livestock that we're eating or grilling up is is fed with hormones and drugs and unnatural, it's an unnatural diet, right? Using pesticides and fertilizers. Well, it's not good for us either. Let me go to some of these studies. This is in 2012, and we've certainly found a lot more since then. Studies that tested and detected banned antibiotics, allergy medications, painkillers, and even depression meds like Prozac in chickens. Crazy. They also are feeding poultry arsenic, which has resulted in higher levels of toxic arsenic in humans, and that is true. I remember when I heard about arsenic, I don't know how many years ago, um, I thought, oh, that really can't be true, is it? It's like, yes, definitely is. You, if you use something like uh, rice, ground rice, make sure you soak it. You can even soak it like all day long. Just keep washing it off. You want to get rid of, you want to make sure the water's clear by the time you then cook it. Also found about 30 million pounds of antibiotics. They're sold to use for farm animals. And we've talked about this. So a lot of the antibiotics that we use here in the United States are not even for human consumption. So what's your better option? Always purchase meat that's from a trusted local source. If you've got these farmers locally, call them up, ask them. Get to know your food growers and your ranchers. It's definitely worthwhile to become familiar with how your food is sourced and prepared. Ask the farmer if your animal is, if the animals are grass-fed and how they deal with sickness. Do they use drugs preventively? or only if the animal is at sick or risk of dying. You wanna look for poultry. The gold standard is raised on rotated green pastures and supplemented with organic feed. Let's really see if that happens, right? All right, here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I am gonna get to our guest here, who's gonna be here any minute, so hopefully I can do a little bit uh, to introduce our guest, Omar Garrett, Garrett, excuse me, uh, who is the author of Linked. 
And this is really cool because it's really gonna help everyone, doesn't matter what age you are, maybe you're just graduating from college, right? And you wanna know what to do. The latest job numbers show that nearly 4.5 million people quit their jobs, right? Last month. So how do they score their next job? It's a good question, isn't it? How do they score their next job? We got a near, uh, LinkedIn has about a nearly billion members. LinkedIn is the default tool for job seekers and hires in the digital age. Yet very few know how to maximize its incredible power. And that's what we're gonna talk about today with the author, Omar Garrett. He is co-author. They're veteran career coaches, hiring managers who led the education marketing efforts at LinkedIn. So this new book called Linked, it's a guide to conquering LinkedIn for applicants across industries and backgrounds. So maybe you're the new minted graduate or maybe you're the mid-life career changer. We have record burnout that has led to unprecedented turnover in the workforce and the economic trend of the great resignation. It's created a unique movement for applicants to find out how to better understand and take advantage of this dynamic employment market. The new book, Linked, will prove to be a helpful resource. So you have Omar Garriott, again, co-author. They ran LinkedIn's education team. They formed the Job Insiders to advise all levels of job seekers. And now they're sharing what they know in Linked. So you want to conquer LinkedIn, you want to get a job and own your future. So I read this book, Easy Read. It really does look like if you're trying to update your LinkedIn profile, how to do it correctly, or maybe you're going to start a new one. This book is really makes it very, very easy. So I was really happy to see that. So really at the core of linked, it's really is indispensable. It's a five step framework for the modern job force search. I should say it gives candidates the tools and the techniques to cut through the clutter on LinkedIn's massive site. It focuses in on the new realities of the job market, including how employers actually zero on new hires and how to stand out. So what's the result? Not just the job of your dreams, but a future secured based on the advice, right? From a team that has been running training. See if we've got him on here. So good morning. Do I have you there? Is this Omar? Right, from a team that has been running training. Hello? See if we've got him on here. So good Hello. morning. Oh, there we go. Do I have you there? How are Is this you? Omar? Oops, now I'm not hearing you again. I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, awesome. Welcome, welcome. Congratulations Hello? on the Hello. book. Oh, we there are. we go. Do I have you there? I've oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having me on. Absolutely. Oops, now I'm not hearing you again. Okay. Can you, can you hear me now? Yeah, something's going on here. Do I have you there? I've oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. for having me on. I'm Absolutely. getting a delayed um, okay. noise. Can you, can you hear me now? Do you hear that, Omar? Yeah, something's going on here. I don't hear anything but your voice. Oh, okay, you. so Thanks maybe it's on just I'm on my end, delayed, so that's good. Um, so welcome. Noise. I'm really glad you're here to yeah, talk about that, LinkedIn Omar? because uh, I just think you can help so many. I don't so hear anything but your voice. Oh, okay. You. Oh, that's so okay. Maybe it's on just I'm on my end, delayed, so that's good. Um, so tell so me why uh, you co-authored this book. LinkedIn because 
Uh, I just think you can help so many people. Yeah, so I wrote this book okay. linked okay. to on, help end, so the mainstream so audience, uh, the, the, all the job seekers out in the world at every career age and stage understand how to make use of this truly, truly invaluable platform. LinkedIn is synonymous with the job market. It's where hirers meet candidates. It's where every recruiter lives all day long trying to find great candidates. It's how you get considered for that dream job. And so people don't really understand the importance of it. And I think they're a little bit overly focused on some of the social media elements of it, which are not as important to the job seeker, and still overly focused on their resume. This is your resume plus, and it is your professional brand in the world, not to mention your modern-day Rolodex. Right. LinkedIn is all important, and that's why we wanted to write the book, to demystify what matters most on LinkedIn for job seekers. Very good. And that's really important. So to do a little bit of research before, you know, this show and reading your book, I asked, you know, the newly minted generation who are looking for a job. And these are a lot of them that I talk to. They are not on social media. So they don't have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. They're not ones that, that actually believe in it. They don't like it. So when I read your book and I explained to them that it would be a great idea to get your LinkedIn account um, they all frowned and said, no way, I don't need that. So why don't you tell us, if, if, is that really true? Is that kind of, Do you need to debunk that? Why do they need to you know, get an account on LinkedIn and have it done appropriately, which is your five-step program in your book? Is that really true? Is that kind of, do you need to debunk yes, that? They, why that do they need to, to be you know, get so, an account on uh, LinkedIn and have the, it done appropriately, which is your five-step program former LinkedIn employees and. Uh, myself and my co-author, we started the student and new grad team at LinkedIn several years ago. And we heard this sentiment a lot, right? Oh, I don't need that. It, they, what they would say is it's Facebook for old people. <laughs> right. And now Facebook is Facebook for old people. Nobody's on Facebook either, as you just said. However, don't think of LinkedIn as social media. Think of it as a professional network right. that, yes, happens to have a social layer. But if you do not have not just a presence, but an optimized presence on LinkedIn, you do not exist in the world of work. That is how ubiquitous and fundamental this platform has become. So students and new grads and career starters saying that need to realize that this is actually how they build their professional brand in the world. And it is not to be thrown into the same category as Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. It is the actual useful actually useful social media platform and again it's not a social platform it is a professional network with a social element great so then with that in mind let me ask you this for anyone who's raising kids and let's say they're a teenager um, is it something that you would encourage your children and, and young kids to start their LinkedIn account to keep it up to date so that once they do enter into college and beyond, they've already got it going and they've already got, you know, so many uh, followers, or it's not followers, but friends. Mm. Once they do enter into connections, college. Connections, sorry. They also have followers on LinkedIn, but, yeah, but you know, so followers many, don't matter. Connections uh, are what matter. Um, so it's interesting you ask that question because when, when I worked at LinkedIn, sorry. used to be you had to be 18 or older to have a LinkedIn account. We changed the terms of service so that you could be 13 or older. And we do see a number of high school students on there. We see college admissions people using uh, looking at LinkedIn profiles as another 
data point into who you are and, and evaluating your, your, um, your admissions uh, candidacy. Um, but I think really it's a tool for putting, starting to build your professional brand in the world. And that does start, you know, the minute you step onto a college campus or even earlier. And, and, and for that reason, my, you know, I do workshops with first year college students. I do workshops with low income high school students and talk to them about how you build your professional brand and how that starts now. It's something that's going to take years and years of um, development, of networking, of getting actual work and volunteer experience and accomplishments to really get to a point where your dream job will find you, but you absolutely need to be thinking as early as possible about doing that. And that's why I love working with college students and who we actually targeted the book for, all of the students that are you know, about to graduate, it's, it's, uh, it's, if you can get ahead of the game now, you're setting yourself up for much more, um, much easier road to hoe in terms of the rest of your career. Don't wait till it's too late. Right. The way everything is happening now and get in, get in front of it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like, you know, it's so many people who are really, they know how important education is and the path that they have to take and they have the kids do volunteer work and they take the right classes and so everything looks great on their resume right so it seems to me that linkedin is actually one of those things that parents should know about in the kids so they can again do exactly what you said so they're ready when you know the career hunters and and everybody are looking at um their past and what they've actually accomplished yeah, I mean, most jobs are found not by what we know, but who we know. And it's not even who we know directly, usually, if we have a good, healthy network. It's who they know, right? Those the power of weak ties. So starting to build your presence on LinkedIn. And by the way, if you're early in your career, you can just start with your resume. Paste in those same bullets under your experience section. But then starting to build a network that can go to bat for you when you really need it and can find you for a great job that you have said signal you want to be found for that is that is like gold and that is how the the, the job that the reality of hiring meeting employee potential employees really happens nowadays since i finished my mba 15 years ago i have not applied for a single job and i've had about seven or eight of them i have been found for all those jobs because i had the right kind of presence on linkedin in terms of my profile and an optimized network, a large and also selective network that uh, that rises me up in the search results when recruiters are doing their searches on LinkedIn. Right. So you mentioned a couple of things that are important there. I know we only have around a minute. Um, why don't you actually talk about maybe the number one thing they shouldn't do on LinkedIn? It's kind of a misnomer, um, and I think it has to do with um, endorsements. Can, is that correct? And can you uh, quantify that? Oh, sure. I'll give you two, two quick things not to do. One is very tactical. Endorsements. endorsements. endorsements can, it's not that you don't need to do them. It's just that they don't matter. That? They're a very weak signal. So your mom can endorse you for your Excel skills. Recruiters don't pay any attention to that, and it's not indexed by the search algorithm. Recommendations, on the other hand, are helpful. So get one per job or per academic experience that you've had just as a quick source of validation when someone's viewing your profile. Another thing that does not matter for job seekers is LinkedIn premium. You don't need to pay for it. It doesn't rise you up in the search results. The big, biggest mistake that I see job seekers make though is 
not telling a coherent story in your about or summary section at the top of your profile. Tell a tight, succinct story that points to the job you want to have next instead of expecting recruiters and hiring managers to connect the dots for you. No, connect the dots for them so they're not trying to figure out who you are and what you would bring to a potential employer. That's great. That really, the last one is really a great uh, point to make. So as much as I hate to, uh, I know you've got uh, to go uh, promote yourself uh, somewhere else, but we appreciate you being on here. Best of luck. And uh, you did a great job with the book. So really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the kind words and um, best of luck to all your listeners out there. Thank you. Thanks so much, Jamar. Bye-bye. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, so I know that was short and sweet. It always is, but that was Omar Garrett. Um, look to get his book linked. It's, again, an easy read. has that five-step process of how to put your LinkedIn profile together so that, as he said, it's it's your, your network, your connections, your branding, um, so that you can land the jobs that you want. So you can then, you know, secure your future, own your future. So very, very important. I love the book. Very easy read. Linked. Co-author Omar Garrett. Go check it out. Thank you. Okay. So we've got a few minutes left here. Um, Let's actually go back to talk about some of these um, health foods. We're talking about owning your future and your health is one of those things that you can do. If you listen to this show enough that you know that we talk about lifestyle choices and really making better lifestyle choices, you know, is going to help you um, to better health. We know that your lifestyle choices actually have more of an impact on you than sometimes your genetic information. You know, you might get some bad news genetically, but that's not, you know, a death sentence or doesn't always have to be. So we're talking about health foods today because, you know, the manufacturers and marketing, they make everything look natural, uh, organic, um, something that is appealing and something that's better for you than some other choice. So we're going to debunk some of those things. We've been talking about farmed fish. We talked about sugar alcohols. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to even remember what we just talked about before uh, we left to talk about Omar, family farmed meat. We talked about that. Very, very important to be educated on that. Let's talk about margarine. That's margarine. It seems like maybe something that's so benign. I'm even surprised that people even have it anymore. I'm surprised it's even on the market um, because it ha- there's a myth about margarine in that it's lower in saturated fats than butter. So people think that it's going to protect their heart health, but that's actually not true. Sadly, these trans fats, they're the original fats used in margarines. And of course, this is tragic for today, given that we know that trans fats are responsible for about 50,000 fatal heart attacks a year. Trans fats also increases someone's risk of developing type 2 diabetes and other severe health problems. So trans fats, I mean, I don't remember how many years ago, we know they've been removed from a lot of these fast food restaurants, right? Remember when McDonald's and all these fast foods had to change the fat they use for their French fries or whatever they're frying up? So 
We know that some of these trans fats have even been removed from margarine. But what you really need to know is that the margarines contain industrial, highly processed fats. And these are never, ever found in nature. Never. So what are your options? You do have options. Forget about these margarine alternatives, these butter-like products. You can choose butter, and of course, grass-fed butter would be your best choice. Ghee, which comes from grass-fed cows, or even coconut oil. Those would be better alternatives than using margarine. Margarine. All right? All right, let me end with one more. Um, and the reason why I want to bring up shrimp is for a couple of reasons. So a lot of times on this show, you know, I talk about different things that people can do to reduce their risks of cancer, or what can you do to have actually reduce your risk of a reoccurrence from cancer? And so shrimp, is shrimp good for you? There are many trains of thought on that. But a lot of research talks about how shrimp contains an additive. It's a hexyl sorcenol, I might not be pronouncing it right, it's an additive, it prevents discoloration in shrimp. It has estrogen-like effects. So we have it on Dr. J, and he's talked about many products that are estrogen-like, and we're having so many problems with reproduction, with endocrine disruptors. And of course, these estrogen-like effects could also reduce sperm counts in men and increase breast cancer risk for women. Very, very important. So we have these shrimp farm ponds, waters, I should say. They're often treated with these neurotoxic organic phosphate, or I should say organ phosphate pesticides. These can be linked to ADHD, memory loss, tremors. Malachite green, a potential carcinogen, is often used to kill fungus on the shrimp eggs. And once it's been used, the malachite green will stay in the flesh of the shrimp for a long time. More than 200 days in water, that's around 50 degrees. Yes, estrogen-like things can cause man boobs too. That's from Debbie, thank you. So food and water watch notes. So there's something called rotenone. It's a chemical that's used to kill off fish living in the pond because it's stocked with young shrimp. And if you inhale it, it can cause respiratory paralysis. Studies have also linked this to Parkinson's syndrome in mice. Shrimp farm ponds are often shocked with organotin organo, compounds. And of course, it's to kill uh, musclets before stocking the shrimp. So again, these hormone-disrupting chemicals mimic estrogen, and they've been dubbed the obestogens, obesogens. This means they mess with the hormonal systems in a way that predisposes someone to diabetes, regardless of what they eat. So Oceana found 25% of shrimp samples labeled as wild or presented or presumed to be wild, often called golf, were actually farmed-raised shrimp. So again, you need to do your homework. When you're out at a restaurant, ask them. When you're looking at labels, when you're buying products, of course, look on the label. Okay, we do not want those farm-raised shrimp. 
All right, so I think we're gonna have to end here. Unfortunately, I've got a gazillion more things. Uh, possibly we'll do another episode on things that are considered health foods that you really shouldn't be eating. And again, it's all up to you. It's about being an advocate. Okay, you wanna own your future. We're talking about everything, your health, your profession. It's something we've all got to be educated on. Well, you are what you eat. Choose food sources that are less processed. Again, know your local farmers, support grass-fed organic operations. The more that you choose to take in only food and beverages in your life for your body, the more you will enjoy life for sure. So you can make those choices. It is about making better choices. You can start today. That's what the Rich Solution is all about. So which one of those things that we talked about today that gives you a handful So when you're out to eat or you're buying something at the grocery store, what can you do differently that's going to affect your health in a positive way? I know one of those things on this list is microwave popcorn. Just make that oath to not buy microwave popcorn anymore. So many easier things that you can do. So thanks for joining us. Remember, success is not fighting. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.